This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 180. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Hi, thanks for joining us for this week's episode and welcome back to the show. A special welcome this week to New Best Agents members, Verinda Sharma from Kellyville in New South Wales, Shannon and Samantha Smith from Queensland's Gold Coast, Dean Bozonovich from Frankston, Victoria, and Sylvia Sarich from Wodonga Best Agents on the mighty Murray River in Wodonga, Victoria. I'm excited to have the opportunity to work with you guys and the results you're already achieving are very impressive. Congratulations. Well, if you're familiar with my work and real estate success strategies, you'll know I'm a big fan of what I call the real estate funnel. And if you're looking to add better systems into your business, I'm going to make you a complimentary offer in a moment to help you make it happen. In marketing, a funnel is the system and strategy that attracts new paying clients into your business. The good news is that once a funnel is set up, it will work hard for you 24 hours a day producing leads, listings, sales, and this is what I love the most about a good funnel, consistent success. And the really great news is that anybody can do it. You don't need to be a national brand or super successful agent, and it doesn't matter where you are, whether your market is hot or cold, or how long you've been in real estate. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever suffered the humiliating frustration of the good month, bad month income yo-yo? One month you're flying high and thinking about a new kitchen, updating your car, or skiing in Italy, but the next month you don't quite feel that dopamine hit when you log into your online banking to discover you've got too much month at the end of the money and you had no idea that tax bill was payable so soon. If that's you, then that's okay, because that's been all of us at one time or another in real estate. And it's almost like you need to experience the good month, bad month yo-yo to know you don't want it to happen again, and you're very motivated to work out how. Let me share a simple but vitally important fact I often return to with some of my coaching clients, and the key word here is fact. You can't expect different results when you keep doing the same thing. This can also happen when you decide to lift your numbers. Say you've done the same amount in GCI, give or take, for the last three years, and you want to move things up. There's no way it can happen if you're rinsing and repeating the same strategies you used for those previous years. Businesses grow, and so do people. So back to my funnel. Let me share the three essential stages that drive a good real estate funnel. And of course, it goes without saying, the better each stage is serviced and enhanced, the better it will perform. The first stage and the top of your funnel is attraction. Just how are you attracting your future clients? How many are pouring in and how often? This is the most overlooked yet essential stage of your funnel. At Best Agents, we like to say the magic is in the numbers and this is exactly what we're referring to. What lead magnets are you employing to drive traffic to the top of your funnel? And what is motivating or attracting these people to you? In the online marketing world, they call this your offer or your offer stack. And your lead magnet needs to clearly show it's something of value your potential new client will want. It's the offer that causes the attraction. What's yours and how many do you actively employ? The second stage of your funnel is nurturing. Real estate is a service. We generate a fee for that service by offering a solution to a problem. Now that your new contact is swirling around in your funnel, what are you doing to move them onto the narrow bit? Why are they staying? Why do they want to stay? 
What is it about you and your real estate business that compels them to hang around and not opt out from your messages? How are you helping them solve their problem? I believe the number one reason agents lose a listing is lack of trust. They may like you, but do they trust you? So what strategies are you employing to clearly illustrate and deliver proof that you are not only the best agent to solve their problem, they can trust you as well? That's nurturing. The third stage is conversion. When time comes for your contact to sell or buy, you're relying heavily on the relationship experience you've delivered since that beautiful day they first found themselves in your amazing funnel. So you get the call. They're ready to list their property for sale and they want to see you tomorrow at 4pm to find out what you think their home is worth and your fees to see how you compare. Yep, you're about to pitch. This is showtime. This is where your hard work and systems pay off. This is where you stand to win the listing, make the sale and receive your well-deserved fee-for-service. This, my friend, is conversion. And think about that fee-for-service for just a sec. Is it $5,000 or is it 10 or more? How much are you prepared to do to win the prize and what does your conversion process look like? Does your physical pre-listing kit dovetail perfectly into your actual listing presentation? Is your online pre-listing kit and questionnaire sent within minutes of the listing appointment being made? And is it trust reinforced solidly with both? This is conversion. And given that you've attracted and nurtured so well to get to this point, I believe it deserves every effort you can muster to win the business at this final stage. Your funnel isn't a part of your business. It is your business. Many agents I speak with tell me they have a listing problem, but they don't. They have a funnel problem. So here's the deal and my complimentary offer. I'd be delighted to help you with your funnel and help you get to where you want to go. In fact, I'll give you a number of ideas you can install straight away into the attracting, nurturing and conversion stages of your funnel to make sure you start getting results without delay. That's my offer and my personal promise. All you need to do is go to a simple website I've set up and tell me about yourself, your challenges and opportunities, and we'll set up a time to speak. There's no charge and it's my pleasure to help. To connect and get the ball rolling and move towards that place you're looking for, go to raywood.net, that's R-A-Y-W-O-O-D.net, and tell me what's happening. Nobody sees this information but me, and it will help me deliver the best ideas you can start using straight away with little or no investment. The website again is raywood.net. So, speaking of building your real estate funnel, I think you're really going to like today's guest. If you're a long-time listener, you'll be familiar with one of the show's biggest fans and regular guests, Queensland super agent Scott Lackman. And if listings are hard to find in your neck of the woods right now, Scott has a number of strategies that will not just help you with new ways to connect with people. You'll discover firsthand Scott's amazingly simple yet very powerful scripts when you reach out. I guess I don't need to try and convince you that it works because I know it does. But this is cool and tells you a bit about the guy. The more successful Scott becomes, and his last few years have been nothing short of meteoric, the more he wants to help his fellow agents reach their goals. I think you're going to love this one. All that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler. Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself, online marketing platform top agents are flocking to build everything in minutes right on your desktop from marketing flyers reports lead generators and social media posts jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize download and print or post get started today and try jiggler free 
at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. Well, good day, Scott, and welcome back to the show. I think this might be your third episode, is it? Is it our third time together? I'm not sure. At least, yes, at yes. least it's our second, but uh, the last six months have been a bit of a blur anyway, mate, so uh, not sure what's going on. How are you doing? Yeah, very good. Thank you, Ray. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. I think, yeah, third time, mate. Uh, the first two were sellouts. Um, <laughs> so today's recording, today's recording, I hope um, people get some benefit out of it as we... Uh, yeah, six months down the track of what has been a global scenario. A global pandemic, as I say, because I've been snacking. So I uh, had to go to the dressmaker. Um, it, it is an interesting time in our lives, isn't it? And we don't know. I actually heard a really, I had an early, uh, uh, heard a really interesting um, uh, podcast this morning, which is a, a one that I listen to called The Daily. I think the New York Times does it. But they're pretty confident. The guy seemed to be, seemed to be knowledgeable that there was something uh a vaccine coming January, February, or something like that. So, uh, let's hope we can um, let's hope we can make it through till then. But look, I just wanted to, which of course we will. Um, you're in Caboolture in in Queensland. I just wanted to catch up because you're so in touch with your community. I just wanted to find a little bit, learn a little bit more about what's going on, how you're, I guess, how you've adapted, how you're handling this time, mm. and kind of lessons learned. Any tips and ideas and and yeah, I just I just uh, wanted to pick your brain on behalf of all our listeners and thank you in advance. Yeah, no, all good, mate. Um, as you know, um, I guess I've come up with the tagline now, Scotty from Caboolture. Um, <laughs> you know, for six years or so now in in real estate, um, six years it's been a journey where we developed an online community platform and um, and labelled it after our postcode four five zero TV, but. You know, six years later, that platform, that marketing idea, that concept of, of helping others and in return, a law of reciprocity, all of yep. those ideas and yep. just being a community advocate for our area, um, it, still, it still comes into play. And especially last six months, um, that platform has a tr- keeps on attracting people, it keeps on attracting views, it keeps on attracting people to our community. Yeah. And even during a global pandemic, um, you know, I'm still in touch with our wider community and and effectively a real estate audience, which has been great because um, yeah, March 16 was the day for us. There was a Monday here in Caboolture and that's where COVID really unleashed on us in, in southeast Queensland. And um, yeah, we pivoted, we, we adapted uh, within hours, um, came up with a strategy with my sister, business partner, that um, yeah, there was, there was, with a rent roll of a 1,000 properties, uh, there was measures that we had to take with our property management department um, and, um, and also sales without viewings, et cetera, et cetera, that everyone's been through in the industry. Um, but we pivoted, we, we adapted, and six months later, I, I think it, it's, it's definitely made our business stronger. Um, we're, we're, we're not surviving. I think we're thriving out of this. Um, you know, Aaron Shiner um, digressed quickly. We did an SMS um, sales tip from Aaron the other day and uh, the labelling was what's your post-COVID appraisal price. And um, I didn't know if I was comfortable with the word post-COVID. Um, at the moment, I think we're in a recovery and, and we're treating it as such. And um, But sending out that post-COVID message, um, surprisingly, we, we had the phones ringing and people were curious of what's happening in real estate. So yep. full circle of how we've come through the last six months, um, 
the community platform, we were able to, through that channel, uh, we were able to keep our, our viewers and our real estate uh, clients um, aware of changes in our business and updates on COVID legislation that was coming daily, weekly at one stage there. And um, across all platforms, um, you know, we were able to pretty much broadcast that um, you would have heard it a million times, but we were able to broadcast that it was business as usual for us in the Moreton Bay region. Yeah. And I think we've survived and um, and we're pretty insulated with the real estate market compared to some of our sort of New South Wales or Victorian-based friends. Yeah, it's interesting, Scott, isn't it? Um, going back March 16, 17 is, a, is a, a days that will be forever in our mind because I remember where, where I was and what I was doing. It was It was one of those things. And... And look, uh, in all honesty, uh, we didn't know whether the world was going to end. We'd all watched Contagion, mm. the movie, and those other things. And was this just going to sweep through and kill everybody? We, we, you know, nobody really knew what was going on. One observation that that I've got coming out of this, like six months in, is that um, maybe it's a community realization, or maybe it's something much bigger. But uh, I think people really do understand that real estate is an essential thing to have uh, and therefore real estate agents uh, are an essential service and um, you know certainly you, you mentioned post-COVID certainly when we're not post-COVID here in in Toronto or in Ontario Canada with a country's largest province and the numbers here are spiking we're getting up towards a thousand new cases every day which is which is alarming the government's doing a great job i think they're damned if they do and damned if they don't it's one of those situations everybody's learning as they go and you know we'll only be able to look back but but my big takeaway in this i mean you look at the businesses that have done really well we're on a zoom call at the moment obviously uh, this is somebody said to me. I bet uh, it sounds like Zoom's uh, Zoom's created this pandemic because it's perfect for them. Um, yeah. But other businesses like you know, homewares and anything to do with your house where people can improve, improve their improve their lot, improve their standard of living, improve their environment. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm here on the lake. Uh, we're about two hours north of Toronto, and I think there's a lot of people who and I know the property market's gone crazy here and there's a lot of people who I think have said, well, you know what, we were going to retire in a couple of years, but let's get in and do it now. Let's live where we want to live, not where we have to live. So um, I think that's been a big part of it. People want to secure their future. And, you know, people are making these life-changing decisions on on getting in and buying property. But, hey, why wouldn't you? Like, we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring, but interest rates are cheap. You know, it's a great time to get in and do what you want to do. So... Yeah, I think yeah it's exactly. Um, part of that. Exactly. Mate. I, I did a real estate update video with my sister yesterday. We just wanted to bring a, like we are today, you know, how are we six months later and what's the landscape look like between even now, now between the run-up, between now and Christmas, let's say, what's the next quarter look like? And yeah. um, and talking with Karen, um, you know, legislation has changed again for property management. Um, that's eased off a bit um, coming coming out of COVID, where um, tenancies can end, etc., and a few other few other things that were implemented by the government. Um, but our problem at the moment, um, going off your conversation, yes, everyone got comfortable. They had no choice. They've been stuck at home for the last six months. They've done home improvements. They've got comfortable in the home. They've looked at other other ways that with using technology they can work remotely. And um, with all that being said, no one's moved house. So no. unfortunately for us, where, where we're located, 
uh, we're actually got a shortage of housing. It's it's critical. Um, yep. Yep. Out of a thousand properties we manage, we've got two available on the rental list today. Wow. Yep. Um, and, and yesterday, an open home for a rental, twenty applications for a, a little three bedroom property in Caboolture. Um, so there's a crisis in rental accommodation, but also sales. Um, mate, I can't get enough stock. Um, yeah. The last six months, although we've been through this pandemic and still still going through it, our activity and our volume of sales has has been comparative to the last 12-month period. Um, yeah. We didn't actually slow down, thankfully. Um, but though all those transactions, we've sold whatever stock we had. So it is now critical. I, I, my call to action yesterday in a real estate update was... If you're sitting on your hands, if you've been considering selling, um, now is the time for us in our marketplace. Yep. And I think people, although they've been comfortable the last six months doing improvements to their homes and being comfortable in their home, if ever they wanted to make that move and upgrade or downsize, um, this is a perfect market to, to, to move those pieces on the chessboard. And yep. um, so, again, a call to action is that, from people being comfortable in their home, they're not moving or relocating. So we now got a stock shortage, which what does that mean in real estate? It means it's going to be a good seller's market yeah. if the supply and demand's there. Um, yeah. So I, yeah. it's interesting what will unfold between now and, and when the fat man comes down the chimney, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it is going to be interesting. Well, that's, that's not far away either, is it? Um, and, you know, like so much has changed, but also so much hasn't as well. I mean, there's... There's never been a better time and, and, you know, we're fully loaded with information and stuff to talk about to engage our people. So if you can't think of, you know, if, if you can't come up with some great scripts and, and conversations at the moment to connect with people, then then you're never going to. Tell me, I know you're a big, net, you're a fierce networker and, and, and amazing at keeping in touch with your people. How have you, how have you, how have you, uh, what's your feedback on, on those conversations that you've had with with people on your contact list on your database um yeah to be honest ray um i think we hear it or we have heard we do hear we're still hearing it there's enough in the general media of hey we're during COVID, it's a pandemic and etc etc um but what i've tried to do and our team has tried to do is we've sort of cut that bit of the conversation out from the start Yep. Um, and we've actually just um, picked up the phone and commenced talking as if we would have talked 12 months ago. Yep. Um, and instead of, you know, for example, it, I'm not saying it's cold, but, you know, hi, Barry, we don't talk about COVID for 10 minutes. We actually, hi, Barry, how are you going? What's happening as if it's another day? And yep. I think that just that quick little trigger of mindset is we don't need to have that big introduction and talk about what well, was me over the last six months because of COVID. It's yep. sort of... When I talk about recovery, I think put it in bold letters. We're we're in recovery, so don't talk about the past. Talk about what's ahead of us. Talk about yeah. the future. Yeah. Um, and and those conversations, you'll be surprised. It's like meeting an old mate after three years. You pick up where you left off. Yeah. And yeah. I just my only my only tip at the moment is leave the COVID conversation on the shelf and just talk like it's another day. Yeah. And and that will actually help improve a lot of things, but. Yeah, as I engage with my community and I and I try to s promote and advocate to my fellow real estate agents or even fellow business people around around the world, um, community engagement is where it all starts. That's your bread and butter. It's not who, who you know; it's who knows you. You've heard all those cliches. 
Um, But during the last six months, um, I haven't been out and about, obviously, with restrictions, but simple things that creating the platform that we did on our community TV many years ago, we've got that content and people are still searching it. And even in the last six months, interesting enough, um, the top five videos through our channel uh, one was about Dreamtime Healing and a story about one of our Aboriginal elders and where he's looking at, um, at health for, for Indigenous. Yep. Um, 2013 video, uh, an, in, an interview I did with the local nursery, so it goes along the lines of people watching it to do the home improvement. Yeah. Um, Caboolture Markets, because people just were busting to go to the markets on a Sunday morning to get their fresh fruit and veggies. Um, number four, we're getting a second Bunnings warehouse locally. That was big news. Wow. Um, and, and then 2015, um, you know, a story about the Caboolture BMX Club with kids riding their BMX. And, yeah. um, you know, we had four world champions in Caboolture. So they're five different dates over a period of three or four years. But what the audience was seeing was me still engaging with my community, regardless of the date stamp. And, um, and from that uh, came an opportunity and... Yeah, I, I still donate. I still try to help where I can on the weekend. Um, the reason I'm wearing this, mate. Um, I was about to ask, uh, what are you wearing? Not, yeah, yeah, no, it's not Spider-Man. It's um, turn around. It's a, I got a smaller size, so I look bigger. But um, on the weekend, um, <laughs> summer summer bodies are made during winter, right? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but on the weekend, a simple thing. Um, our rugby union club—they have an annual sponsors' day. They have a big charity match, and um, and you know, being a real estate agent, I volunteer my services to do a, an auction. So at the end of the game, all the A graders donate their jersey into the bag, um, and we auction off each jersey, raising money for uh, for Black Dog, uh, which is mental health and yeah, suicide yeah. prevention. Yeah. Um, so the Black Dog Institute. So. It's easy, mate. I knew about the day. I've always been a supporter of the club. So you go down, auctioned off 20 jerseys within half hour and we raise eight and a half grand. And, Holy smoke. Um, you know, a couple of beers and but, you know, giving up my time, being present and trying to help others. Um, it's all part of it, mate. It's all part of engaging and being involved. And people always ask you if they've watched our couple of podcasts, how does that relate to real estate? How does he get sales? How does he get business? Well, business comes, I assure you. Yeah. Yeah, because you're giving people a voice reaching out and you're giving them this amazing platform. The last, I, I actually just had a flashback because the last time we, we spoke, you just done something. Is it Men's Shed? Um, uh, yeah, it, yeah, we, yeah. so we created a, a Men's Shed. It was an old quarry. That's abandoned, right. Yep. Um, and, yeah, we've totally flipped it, signed a 10-year lease pro bono. And, yeah, geez, that's a couple of years down the track now. There's a couple of sheds How's there. How's that going? Yeah, good. The boys meet every Sunday morning for a couple of hours and nice. potter around. Um, yeah, nice. Actually, um, just prior to COVID, they had planned, you know, the lawnmower races, um, like where you hot up your right on lawnmower. And, I actually don't know about that, Scott. I, that sounds like uh, a Queensland thing. So No, no. Search, uh, search right on lawnmower okay, races. Okay. And, um, I will. Oh, <laughs> even even in your hometown, like people put V8 engines on their right on lawnmower and Crikey. race around it race around the paddock, you know. Okay. So, anyway, we're going to host that for a fundraiser, just another idea for a fundraiser. But yep. No, it's going, it's going well. It's, um, it's serving its purpose. People are connecting and, um, you know, sitting around the fire or cleaning up the site. And, um, yeah, they've improved the site immensely, cut back trees, et cetera. And yeah. It's a good, yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing for the community. And, and it, it was just born from a simple idea where we engaged and 
sort of asked the right questions and got it done. Well, you've you've actually, and you you were talking about these these previous episodes. Four five one zero TV dot com. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So check it out, guys. Four five one zero, which is the Capulture postcode. Four five one zero TV for television dot com. Um, and I'll I'll post the link in the show notes. Uh, the point I was going to make, Scotty, is that you're creating this content, and I always make the analogy. Okay, go back in the day 20 years ago or whatever it was when we do these print ads and the newspapers, the newspaper would call you up and they'd say, hey, Scott, it's normally $1,000, but we can do it today for 500 bucks. Put an ad in here, promote your company. And I don't know. I don't know about you, but I, I always fell for that because I was all too good to be true and you spend the money. You never get a call and you never get yeah. a follow-up from the newspaper. Uh, to say, hey, how how did it go? Uh, and in 24 hours, it's dead. Um, this content that you've created, which actually didn't even cost you that much money, okay, you've had some production to put it together, but you know, people can just do stuff on their iPhone nowadays, and and uh, it's it's brilliant quality. I mean, the the resolution, the digital quality is amazing. So, but you're making this content, and it's still relevant. And and you know, yeah. you didn't know that COVID was coming, and people are going back into your back catalog into your library of content and they're getting this they're, they're getting this material and um and you're almost by accident you're you know as host you're such a big part of it and you're you're that's your profile being promoted as well which is something that's so valuable yeah no, definitely mate it's, it's um, it all works and you know in our sales meeting yesterday we we again in these times um yeah, you know, when when real estate's tight and the competitors, our competitors, are maybe offering lower fees or discounts on marketing, etc., um, we still like to stand proud as our local authority, our local expert. I think over after twenty six years um, growing the family business, we have positioned ourselves as as the market leader, and um, you know, just in the last twelve months. Uh, for financial year, we ranked number two nationally for our franchise group in the volume of sales, yep. um, which is not a mean feat when we're competing with southern states. Um, and if you take away three months of COVID, um, you know, to achieve that result in nine months of good real estate activity, um, we're still getting the volume of sales. But where I was going to go with our competitors, when we hit this tight market, they're offering discounts, lower fees, marketing, etc. I know that our team can still walk in, sit at the kitchen table and present how we can help those people yep. and back that up with our longevity, our community commitment, our willing to help others rather than having that commission breath. Yep. Um, we can still charge a good fee with good marketing and the client I know is choosing us over our competitors based on who we are and what we can deliver with our reach and our community engagement rather than how much we're charging. Well, a lot of that's got and to be the profile for about you and it and it and it's and it's it, it, it runs it runs through into into your company and your personnel as well. Yeah, that's um it's we're in a good position, mate. Um, I was gonna say where was I? Um, during COVID like just another quick wrap on the whole coming out of COVID the last six months. Um, it's, it hasn't been an easy gig and I do take my hat off to fellow agents around Australia, around the globe that I know some of their markets have been very restricted and, yeah. and 
I know some businesses have folded, which is a damn shame. Um, they just may not have had that capital or that cash flow backing them for for the hurdle to hit. And um, I, I do have empathy for my fellow agents. Um, and it wasn't easy, but I, I just want to share a quick one um, where we had border restrictions between New South Wales and Queensland in Australia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some clients based in New South Wales. They did hit a financial scenario where they did have to offload their investment property in a real hurry. Um, if I didn't do it, the bank would have. Um, so, yeah, it, it wasn't an easy scenario, a fixed, a long-term tenancy in place, all those sort of, there's a lot of um, segments to the to getting a result for them. Yeah. Uh, a lot of hurdles to get the, to get to the finish line. Yeah. And um, anyway, I did what I had to do when the job got done. Um, and I put it down to experience like, oh, my God, we achieved that result mm. and under trying circumstances. Um, that's one for the experience bank. Let's move on. Yep. Um, today, mate, I just went and got the post from the mail. Check this out. A handwritten envelope to me. Handwritten nice. envelope. A nice, a nice thank you card. And this is from the sellers um, in New South Wales, which I know they are in a very predicament, a, a bad predicament. Yep. Uh, to Scott and all the staff at Richardson Ranch, thank you for your time and concern in selling our property and all for the inconvenience and troubles you had. Thank you also for speaking to our lawyers and managing to complete the sale. Much appreciated, Lincoln and Anne. Like, mate, yep. yep. I don't care how much we get paid. That's yeah. the winner. Isn't that isn't that's the power yeah. of a handwritten note, but it's the somebody's <laughs> gone to the trouble to say thank you. It's just so Yeah, I love it, mate. And maybe there's a lesson there. Recovery of COVID. Um, you know, we get out there, we can have the video platforms, we can engage with our community, but I think we've got to remember the little things and it's easy to say back to basics and all those analogies, but I think it's about communication between now and Christmas, this next quarter, you need to be talking to people. And when you start that conversation, forget about COVID, let's talk about what's ahead of us. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was interesting, Scott, like right from the start, you know, talking to best agents members um, around Australia and New Zealand and here in Canada and the States and the agents that I work with, I mean, it was a global thing. It wasn't just restricted to one area or one country, but there was very much two schools of thought. There was little little or nothing in the middle. Fortunately, most of the people that I spoke to were, yeah, look, you know what, we'll do what we need to do. Um, this is, uh, the, you know, worst things can happen. We'll do what we need to do. There might be some setbacks. Uh, we've, got, we've got some plans in place, um, you know, whether we're going to be doing virtual open homes or virtual presentations or, or whatever it might be. Uh, and there was a very positive spin on that, and and fortunately, like I said, so many of the of the best agents members I work with were 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 the, their their head was in the right place. There were a few though who were it was you know it was who who were just devastated and and you know I th- there was a lot of anxiety going on, a, a lot of a lot of concern, and it reminded me of that scenario like you know you 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 survive a plane accident you are you euphoric or are you are you are you you know sinking back into your shell thinking um you know like uh you know i should have died etc um or 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 some scenario like mm. that it's amazing how the human mind works but um you you triggered that thought with me when you talked about how amazing so many real estate people have been i mean we do what we need to do this is you know, in our lives, we haven't really had a challenge, a major challenge, and and this is it. Yeah, no, but, um, 
Mate, um, to finish, uh, just want to say thanks again. I hope, um, you know, through your audience and your channels that people might just have that trigger that this is an opportunity um, to get out and engage again um, and, and with the community networking or whatever your uh, sort of PR looks like. Um, we can't rely on the print advertising anymore. We can do a million things, the letterbox drops, the SM messages, messages. Yep. Um, but yep. um, but nothing beats getting out in your community and yep. connecting and networking and letting them know that you are the real estate agent of choice. Um, you are the trusted local expert and just offer your services, um, whatever that looks like, whether it's helping them sell their house or whether it's flipping the sausage at the fundraiser it doesn't matter how you get involved. I just encourage everyone to get involved because treat it like a reset button, recovery of COVID, yep. get out there. This is your platform. Even if you've never done it before, use this as your reset button yep. and get out there from today and just see how much that makes a difference to your audience, your career, your influence and, and ultimately your, your sales performance. Yep, and like you and I have said in the last two uh, interviews and we'll say it on this one, create some content. <laughs> because it lasts and yes. it's gold and, and people love it. So, so important. Content's Scotty, think, easy, mate. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it is easy. Content's and, easy. And you ask know what? Your, ask your butcher. Yeah. <laughs> and once ask you've got it, how he, you've got it. Yeah. 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 Go talk to your butcher. Ask how he fared through COVID. He had some good sales because everyone was stocking up the freezers That's for, right. for whatever, you know. Um, yep. the, the local council, ask them what they're doing, what they're improving around the area um, you could talk to tourism operators lead up to Christmas, retail shops, anyone in your community. I'm sure they've got a story to tell. And if it's not about the last six months, I'm sure the ones that are in business are positive and ready to give this another crack post-COVID. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, well, let's do this again, mate. This is always fun catching up with you. I love your energy and your attitude and your ability to share all your great ideas. Thank you so much. Um, take it easy. Take care. Stay safe. And I'll uh, look forward to catching up with you shortly. All right, mate. Thanks, Ray. Appreciate it. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray. 